We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Areza. Carl Black. And William Walson. Thanks, everyone. Lucy. And we're recording. <laughs> so, oh. No. Wow. There's, Sorry. Uh, there's quite a range of reactions <laughs> happening at the table to this. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. Uh, I actually do that every time we start recording. I'm just usually... Quiet about much, it? Much more subtle about I it. I know. I hate it. I'm sorry. Is that why you make that face? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm very uncomfortable now. Anyway, uh, hi everybody. Tonight we're going to be playing uh, Phase Anatomy, uh, Melodramatic Medical Mysteries. Uh, this is uh, the beta test rules because this is all that's available currently. Um, so please keep that in mind that this is kind of an older version of the game and it may have changed a bit. Um, maybe we'll play the game, the full version, when it actually comes out. It's now a video game about fishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, Caleb. It is entirely about fishing. Listens to us? Um, I, I, I don't think so. We should. Just saying hi. Okay. Well, hey, Caleb Stokes, if you're listening, I'm wearing a red market shirt. <laughs> I love you. Anyway. Caleb, um, if you're listening, I've just got one thing to say to you. Just let me, let me see my son. Please. Okay. Wow, that got dark. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first with the grand thing that came to mind. <laughs> Caleb Stokes as your son. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I'm Ryan and I'm going to be playing the patient this evening. Um, the patient's name is... Afghan Anaxia Nonodendron Jones. Do you want to spell that? Yeah. A F A G A P H O N A X I A. Afghanaxia? Afghanaxia. Alright. You can call her Afa or Axia. Or Miss Jones. Or Miss Jones. Uh, Nonodendron Jones. That spells exactly like it sounds? Yes, just like it sounds. Alright. And we will get more about her later. Um, So why don't you guys go ahead... I'm... uh, No. (laughs) Um, I am Eric. No, I'm not. Um, Zero for two. (laughs) Would you care to try again? Third time's the charm. Can somebody remind me who I am, please? No. You're Ed. I'm Ed, and I will be playing uh, Dr. Gregor Cabin. According to your shirt, you're the best dod ever. I am the best dod ever. So yes, I'm Ed. I'm playing uh, Gregor Cabin. He is a fairy with one uh, wing that doesn't work so well. Um, and uh, he is a blessed primary care physician. Do I go through my rival crush and bestie? No. Uh, yeah, I feel like. <laughs> my rival Alex is no. Dr. Mubble Goldfoot. <laughs> my crush is Dr. Liza Curdy. 
And my bestie is Dr. Wilbashire Bucklebum. And that's about it. That's the way it was. Uh, okay. Next. I'm Eric, I think, right? Yeah. Okay, just making I'm sure. Not. All right, right. Uh, I'll be playing, hmm? I was going to say, he said he was, and it really threw you off. <laughs> yeah, I, I came here knowing who I was, and now, I don't know, man. Uh, we're just going to go with that I'm Eric, and uh, I'm playing Dr. Mubble Goldfoot. He, my, my rival. Yep, he is a halfling. Uh, he believes that Dr. Gregor Cabin is his bestie. Uh, his rival is Dr. Wilbershire Bucklebum. And uh, his crush is Dr. Mubble Silvertooth, one of 17 Mubbles that works here. It's a very common name here. All right, and I'm Alex, and I am playing Dr. Wilbershire Bucklebum. Uh, he is a chosen anesthesiologist, and he is a Sandman right. with a with a chosen destiny. He's not sure what his destiny is, but he has one. Um, and hopefully it's putting people to sleep, because that's what he's really good at. Uh, his crush is Dr. Gregor Cabin, and his bestie is Mubble Goldfoot, and he doesn't have a rival yet. I forgot to mention Dr. Mubble Goldfoot is an angelic psychiatrist. He is sent from heaven to help you work through your problems. <clears throat> Um, okay, uh, so the opening scene, um, for, for everybody is going to be the calm before the storm. So, um, Ed, maybe, how does Dr. Gregor Cabin, uh, begin his day before he heads off to the hospital to be a, be, be a strange, uh, genius? Um, so he wakes up, he pours himself a, um... Uh, yeah, well, I got, can, can they think of another term for it other than Irish coffee? Um, looks in the mirror, considers shaving, decides it's not worth it. Um, and then, uh, I guess, fly, kind of flies to work. It doesn't have a, his wing doesn't work very well. You mean, though? Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't like flying circles, but uh it takes him a while. He uh he he limp flies a little yeah. bit. He kinda lists to one side yeah. and sways back and forth. Um But he made sure to finish his Irish coffee before he before he went flying. Can't let anybody see you drinking an Irish coffee. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, so uh, Doctor Cabin um, flies into the hospital um, and heads right to the uh, briefing room uh, because um, Doctor Doctor Curdy is there. And she tells you that uh, you have a patient. Oh, I steal my neighbor's paper. Also. <laughs> okay. Before you before mm-hmm. you fly off to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Eric, how does um, Dr. Goldfoot begin? Um, Dr. Goldfoot sits up out of bed, waves at the fireflies uh, in his lantern to light up because he um, it's kind of dark in his house. Uh, he brings it over, brings his uh, firefly lantern over to the fridge and uh, gets himself a nice little breakfast, a couple of, um, two griffin eggs. But not like 
the 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 endangered griffin because like he respects that. This is like the like Peter really Griffin. yeah. Oh God, no! I'm picturing <laughs> Peter Griffin laying in there. <laughs> <laughs> Lois, come check this out. <laughs> Look what's coming out of my cloaca. <laughs> Remember the time I laid eggs? <laughs> um, so it's like the common Griffin that like they're all over the place. So you know it's fine. I mean they're basically a pest. Yeah. He has his breakfast. He cooks. Does he eat some... potatoes. Um, it depends on his mood in the morning. Uh, if they're if they're you know singing just right. Uh, he finishes his meal. He gets his stuff ready. He goes out and uh, climbs on his giant toad, and it hops him to work. Okay. Uh, does he remember to pack his second breakfast? Today he did not. And elevensies. Um. <laughs> He forgot. <laughs> Dinner, supper, <laughs> tea. tea. <laughs> I don't think he knows about those either, Pip. Uh, all right. Uh, so, um, just as uh, Doctor Goldfoot, uh, just as you you park your toad in the parking lot, um, mm-hmm. and and you know walk on. Turn on the alarm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm just picturing you you uh you punch the toad in the head and its tongue lashes out and whips around like a, a little U bolt that you <laughs> and then you got a little bike lock and you just clip it. It's the it's the creates a hallucinogenic toxin. <laughs> Um, as you're as you're uh, walking into the hospital, you hear Paige uh, over over the PA system. Uh, Doctor Doctor Goldfoot, uh, please report to the briefing room as soon as I walk in. Every time. <laughs> he 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 hums sometimes as he walks. He likes. Does he like jump up and click his heels? <laughs> That's degrading. <laughs> <laughs> but does he? Yes. <laughs> um, he has to be very, very subtle and sedate about it, so that people don't stare. Um, and uh, Doctor Doctor Bucklebum, how about you? Uh, well, as a Sandman, Doctor Doctor Bucklebum is cursed uh, with ever being awake. They don't sleep, uh, so he has been. Uh, in his apartment all night, uh, doing reading and watching TV. Doing reading? Yes, doing some <laughs> reading. Uh, reading medical journals, the latest. He's reading anesthesiology today. Um, and they, he said that they published his letter, and he's very excited. Um, and when his alarm goes off to tell him that you know it's time to start getting ready for work, um, he uh, shifts his form because he's entirely made of sand um, out of the nightgown he was wearing and into like a suit kind of shape with a uh, and uh, he just shh, like that sound of sand moving on sand. Okay. He just glides across the floor, leaving a trail of sand behind him. Uh, he stops and gets some coffee uh, and just gulps it all down in one in one batch. Uh, and in one gulp and waits for it to slowly seep down through his brains. Now he's muddy. <laughs> yeah, just on the inside of it. Uh, and he, he leaves, uh, and he just 
shushes his way all the way to all the way to the hospital, just gliding and leaving a trail of sand behind him. Uh, and he he gets into uh, the hospital and he stops by his office and puts on his white lab coat, um, which is designed. It has lots of pockets on the inside to catch sand as it just falls off of him, so he doesn't leave quite as much of a mess in the hospital. It's, it's, it's I feel like it's him. like a sealed unit. No, it's just, a, it's just a coat with lots of pockets yeah. on the inside. Okay. Um, so, so once again, uh, you you hear um, a page, um, Doctor Doctor Bucklebum, please report to the briefing room. Um, you're needed in the briefing room, Doctor Bucklebum. Uh, will Mubble please report to somewhere? <laughs> will, will Mubble please report? We all scatter. <laughs> Mubble G. <laughs> Which Mubble G? <laughs> Mubble G-O-L. Uh, Dr. Bucklebum's voice also sounds like grating sand because he is entirely made of sand. Uh, but he, he glides his way to the, the meeting room. I associate him with the sound of falling sand. He's like some sort of sometimes he opens doors. Sometimes he just slides in through the gap between them. What about the keyhole? Does he ever creepily he could. into the keyhole? <laughs> Depends on his mood. Um, so, um, you guys are all in the briefing room, and, uh, Dr., Dr. Curdy is there, um, she is, she is also, uh, a fairy, Mm -hmm. um, very, um, very kind of haggard looking, um, she also doesn't sleep very much because she is the hospital administrator, Mm -hmm. um, and she says, okay, good, you're all here, thank goodness. Uh, Kevin, I've got one for your team. Um, a patient was admitted this morning. Uh, her name is Aphagaphanaxia Notodendron Jones. Um, she is a dragon lawyer. Um, she was, she's a dragon who is a lawyer, or she's yes, a lawyer for dragon? The first thing. <laughs> okay. Um, she was uh, in the middle of a trial, um, a civil suit. Uh, she collapsed, and the uh, EMTs brought her in. Um, her her symptoms are uh, pretty severe. Um, we've we've run all the usual tests, but uh, we can't seem to make heads or tails of them. So um, I'm going to leave her in your capable care. Well, my first thought is, uh, as a lawyer, wouldn't we be doing the world a favor if we didn't treat her? Look, this guy's always a cod. If you if you must know, she was doing some pro bono work uh, for the Onyx Coast uh, repository of creatures. There there are no kill shelter. I'm pretty sure without lawyers, you would have lost your medical license a decade ago, Cabin. <laughs> Don't listen to him. He doesn't know it. <laughs> I didn't say that lawyers aren't useful. Besides, pro bono is just a lawyer for, look at me, how great am I? It's the same language for doctor, too. um, The the judge uh, did did grant a postponement for a couple of days, um, but if she's not back on her back on her claws, 
soon the uh, Gold Coast, sorry, the Onyx Coast HOA um, is is going to take the shelter for everything they've got. They think that the thing is the is an eyesore, and they want all of the magical creatures exterminated. So it's up to the three of you to cure her before that happens. And oh my, what will we do without magical creatures? <laughs> we're, we're magical creatures. I'm smart enough to stay out of a shelter, though. Well, listen, there are, there are griffins all over the place, and some of them end up in kill shelters where they are euthanized. And the uh, OCRC is a no-kill shelter. They take in those griffins, they neuter them or spay them so that they can't make more griffins, and they give them a good life. <laughs> this is this is the sound of Wilbershire Bucklebuck. Is it weird that hearing her say neuter turns me on a little? Yes, yes. <laughs> very weird. Yeah, I gotta say. But it's a, it's, a, it's an okay weird if it suits you. Anyway, Cabin, before I have to go to HR again, I'm going to leave. Please take care of your patient. And she flies out. She flutters mm-hmm. out. Um, so you guys, uh, now, now it's basically just open scenes. You guys can do whatever one of the actions you like. Um... You can interact with the patient. You can interact with each other. You all have your expertise still, so you don't need to do medical drama just yet. Um, so what would you like to do? Um, so I, I guess I could diagnose. I guess that makes sense, right? Okay. That's yeah. a good place to start. Well, yeah. I was going to say, do you want me to go first? Because I have two chips. And we can matter. save them. Yeah, okay. I mean, we can all be part of the scene, right? Uh, yes, you okay. can. Only one of you has to spend, though, to... I mean, you can spend if you... It doesn't matter. <coughs> no, you're, you're okay. so you're going to spend. You spend it. All right. So, uh, Greg, so Cabin walks into the room. All right, how many drugs are you on, and what are they called? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not... I'm not on any drugs. I'm, I'm just... <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine, really. I don't... I don't know what all the fuss... Is about uh, there's there's like billows of uh, of black smoke uh, and and also uh, the room is like warehouse size because uh, she is an enormous oh dragon. she's a dragon she dragon. is a dragon oh right. I was thinking of like dragon born but she no, is a dragon she is a dragon dragon okay uh, there the hospital bed is is comically large um, and there's like a, a little elevator in the hospital is the hospital in, bed in the hospital table that can we just say the hospital bed is a pile of gold. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a white sheet over it. I like it. I like it. Um, so yeah, she is she is she is on a reclining pile of gold. It's an adjustable pile. Of it's gold. an adjustable pile of gold. <laughs> oh, I hate hospital gold. You can never get comfortable. <laughs> well, Miss Jones, uh, they told us you collapsed in the middle of a trial. That's serious. That's that's so unlike me. <laughs> You also seem to be a bit out of breath. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm fine. It's just, it's just the stress of the whole situation. All those helpless griffins counting on me. I just need a couple of hours lying on this cold. 
<laughs> and then I'll be fine. <sighs> when did uh, these symptoms start? Well, if you must know, it was it was yesterday morning, just before the just before the trial. Uh, I I thought it was I thought it was okay, but oh, I I I had myself I had myself a a gallon of water. I I. I splashed some some diamonds on my face before I went into the trial. Only a gallon? That seems like... Uh, well, I wouldn't know. Is that a normal amount, or is that like a it's, sip it's of a, water? It's for... like... Uh, it's probably like a glass. Okay. Right. That's a lot for me. Were you particularly in need of that gallon? <sighs> well, you know, it was... Like I said, I thought I thought it was just I thought it was just the stress, but I I I was just having a little bit of a little bit of difficulty. Um, I was I was due to make opening arguments. Those those monsters in the in the HOA. They they really want they really want that shelter gone. You said you you just felt like you needed it. Need why did you feel that? Well, like I like I said, I I was just it was like I ran a marathon, you know, and it's like I, I just I just couldn't get I couldn't get enough enough water. Excuse me, I'm I'm feeling a little a little tired. Would you Would you all mind? Of course. You, you rest. You need anything? You know who to call. The nurse. Press the button. Yes. <clears throat> I I could I could use I could use some more treasure behind my head if it's if it's not too much trouble. We'll you get can call our goblins on it right now. Thank you. Thank you, doctors. Uh, let's see. So, seems like I'm getting trouble breathing and dehydration. Mm-hmm. Or thirst. Which is, you know, yeah. Oh, are, are we look? Um, I guess I'm looking somewhere else. All right. No, I'm, I'm just saying from the role play, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, the list doesn't want to load for me past 200 cells, unless it stops at 200. Uh, mine stops shortly after 200. 205? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, there, remember there are two tabs you guys can look right. at. The right. super side and the natural side. And I'm doing, I'm doing the, um, the category first. Um, so we're just looking at the, the leftmost columns. Um, Mm-hmm. So, well, difficulty breathing, so respiratory. Yeah, yeah, I found that under natural, yeah. Yeah. The master natural. Uh, right. are, so if you guys want to confirm that, one of you guys... Wait, are you, so, can we, are you doing both categories at first, or just... Um, I was doing one at a time. Okay. So, just to... All right. Hmm. Uh, so then we would test... Um, Spirometry. 
Spirometry, yeah. I say it the way I want to. Okay. Um, so uh, one of the one of the things uh, the uh, providers oaths. You're the uh, expert. You're the expert. So uh, medical things and tests in this universe work however you guys say they work. Uh, I'll test if you guys want. Go for it. Uh, wait, my oh my treat adds. Um, no, I'm going to say because I get a bonus for treating, but I will test. Uh, so. Uh, doctor, we, we retire to the room to discuss and decide that she's probably suffering from a respiratory problem. So, uh, Dr. Dr. Bucklebum comes back with a spirometry test. Uh, and the way it works is, um, he gets a big spirograph okay. and, and sets it on, sets it on her, she, she lays on her back and he sets it on her chest. Uh, and he takes a, a magic colorless marker. And starts drawing like with one of the spirographs, has like all the bumps around the sides, and starts okay. making a weird shape. Um, and he he closes his eyes and chants as he does it. Uh, and as it goes around, the 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 shape of it starts to change. Okay. Uh, and um, it the the ink changes to a certain color, so it's like a you know like a like a red blue. So you know red is negative, blue is positive. If okay. it's some sort of uh, difficulty with her respiratory system. Okay. Um, so in that case, uh, you you open your eyes once you finish the chant, uh, and you see that the uh, spirograph is positive. The uh, shape that you have drawn is mm-hmm. all blue. All right, so it's definitely a respiratory disease. Mm-hmm. All right, and unfortunately, uh, the next spot on the track is patient drama. So oh, no. I rolled a nine, and that means a second. Okay. Wheezing. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, elect, uh, somebody else. Would somebody mind playing Dr. Curdy? Uh, sure. I will. So, well, no, so you're you're in the scene already. I'll do both. No. Uh, so Ed or, Ed or Eric, one of you guys mind playing Doctor Curdy? I'll play Doctor Curdy. Okay. So the patient drama that I rolled is loose cannon. An administrator, <laughs> either the player with the specialization or another provider assigned not assigned to the scene, uh, refuses to approve one of the provider's uh, unorthodox methods. Uh, if the provider gives in, the patient's condition uh, decreases by one. If they fight it. They lose a specialization, but the patient's condition remains the same. Uh, in the latter instance, uh, the provider must also include a stirring speech about their medical integrity. So uh, Dr. Curdy has heard that uh, Dr. Bucklebum has uh, decided to conduct a spirometry test mm-hmm. on the patient. Uh, and and she thinks that that is uh, uncalled for and unnecessary, and she intends to uh, you know put a stop mm-hmm. to this. So if I don't if I don't fight for it, would we lose our diagnosis? Uh, no, no. Um, but basically, seeing seeing Curdy fight with you. Because um, of course this is drama, so it, it's melodrama, so it happens in yeah. the patient's room. Right. Uh, we'll we'll basically <clears throat> force her to deteriorate. Okay. Um, so that's that's your choice. Either you can give up one of your specialties, uh, or excuse me, um, the the patient basically gets worse in front of you. 
Give me give up my token. Um, hang on a second. I think it's condition tracker. Let me let me look at this. Um, if they fight it, you lose a specialization. So one of your one of your two one time powers. Oh, you lose access to. Okay. Um, so it's a it's a trade off for you. Either either you can't do one of your things anymore, mm-hmm. or the patient gets worse. Gotcha. I'm still kind of not a hundred percent on how this. So now, so basically, the way it would work is now that we know uh, it's uh, you know a respiratory, respiratory thing, right? Then we're going to go back and Ryan's going to role play more symptoms, mm-hmm. and we're going to narrow it down, right? And we have different abilities that would, or some of us do, that would help narrow it down more. Yes, um, which so I don't know. It could be any of these. On the on the natural side, it could be any any of the families under the respiratory category. Right. So we we've narrowed it down. It's a respiratory thing, so you don't have to worry about anything else on the natural side. So anything from it could be anything from eighty one to one hundred. So we've narrowed it down to twenty possible things mm-hmm. out of a hundred. So we've knocked off eighty percent of the possibilities on the natural side. We still don't know what the super side is. Right. Um, and we need to get to that patient drama. So, uh, Dr. Curdy. What is this I hear about a spirometry, a spirometry test? Well, we suspected that the patient was having lung trouble based on her lung trouble. So I was performing a spirometry test to ascertain if she was having that said lung trouble. Pucklebaum, when was the last time a dragon came in with respiratory trouble? We all know that dragons with respiratory trouble are about 5% of the population. That's true, but it does happen, and we we have to test for these things. If it had come back negative, we would have moved on to something else, but now we know what we're dealing with. I think I'm going to need a little more than that to uh, for her to qualify for this test. Well, the, those invisible inks are very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Those invisible inks are very expensive. This is not just a test we can do uh, off the cuff, especially with such a small percentage of it being likely that that's the case. Did you see her? She was in there, barely able to breathe, belching smoke all over the room. It was most definitely a pulmonary issue, a respiratory issue. We, we are dealing with a sick woman here. You said yourself that if we don't solve this quickly, that we're going to have, that she's going to lose and all those animals are going to die. Uh, now do I get to decide whether is it um, my I think choice he, he makes a choice because it's his scene. So I either, I lose one of these or I give in and, and, don't, and this you drops progress. to <clears throat> here. Alright. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick up for it. I'll lose my special my uh, super specialization, so I can't start the game with two expertise tokens. Okay, um, but I also so that, can't hold two expertise that means, tokens. That means you lose since you have. Well, no, you you. I won't, I'm not gonna make you lose it, um, but you don't refresh up to two anymore. Yeah, you'll refresh. So up to I just so Curdy looks at you, and it's my ass if it turns out that this test is negative, <laughs> and if it's my ass, it's your ass. And then you can you just like turn the thing around. Yeah, I turn the spirograph around. It was positive. You did it anyway. I did it ten minutes ago. <laughs> I'll backdate the paper. I'll I'll, uh, I'll retroactively sign these papers. 
But you pull you pull a stunt like that again, and you're done. I understand, Doctor. You know what's the worst part of it all? The three of you are always right. And then she <laughs> leans over and signs the paper. Would it be helpful at all for me to go treat? Maybe extend the, the progression track? Uh, no, I, I don't understand I, the progression track 100%. So the progression track is the thing that's hidden. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a certain number of segments. So we don't know how badly she's right. doing. Yeah. Right. So, like, in the next scene, she could deteriorate, or it could be three scenes from now. Right. Yeah. So I, I would wait. It's only been one scene with her. Um, but I would say uh, another test, not test, diagnosing, because uh, we know we've started to narrow it down, so we need to... Narrow it down a little bit further. Right. So another diagnose, diagnosis scene would probably be good. Okay. Maybe I'll... Diagnosis murder? I hope not. Or you could consult and ask your deity for divine guidance. Mm. Or you could revive. <laughs> we kill her and then bring her back and see if she's still sick. Hmm. I would say consult or or diagnose. And maybe I'll consult then. That's a, that's something that hasn't been done. Okay. Uh, I figure you know I have a particular uh, uh, fairy god I, I follow. Uh, that's why I'm angelic. I'm very I'm very uh, in tune with my um, spirituality. In uh, speaking with my fairy god, um, parents. I hope you guys don't mind that I establish that dragons don't often have respiratory problems. I was that's inc- fine. incredibly offended, but I decided not to say anything in the moment. Uh, let's see. What's a good name for a fairy god? Fluvin. Fluvin. You're the one playing the fairy, so I gotta defer to you. Alright, uh, so <laughs> what is, what is Fluvin the fairy god of? Um, hmm. <laughs> respiratory disease. <laughs> Uh, can Fluvin just be like a chain smoker then? (laughs) (laughs) Fluvin, the pack of cigarettes. Maybe just a general of, you know, the guy of good health. (laughs) Of, you know, of. Just, just a. You know, you pray to them when you want someone to be healthy. When you, when you're like looking to, um, someone has a terrible disease that you want them to have relief from. Fluvin's the one you talk to. Okay, um, Fluvin is on a keto diet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how do you, uh, how do you uh, commune with Fluvin? I'm going to uh, excuse myself for a moment from the rest uh, to go commune with Fluvin. If, if, if you don't mind, I gotta. I I I want to have a talk with my uh, in private for just a moment. If you if you just give me a moment, please. He's gonna um, waddles way over. He's, he doesn't have to waddle, but he likes to sometimes. Uh, he's going to waddles way over to a private room, sit down, uh, turn down the lights, uh, um, bring, like magic up a little bit of fairy light, and kind of just you know. Focus on that fairy light and... Uh, then just start masturbating. 
and then try to, you know, um, when enough of that fairy light is present and you're speaking from the heart to Fluven, Fluven will hopefully come to speak to you. Okay, so Fluven manifests to you. Um, you you start to commune with them, and uh, the the fairy light that you've summoned begins to pulse and shimmer, um, and it it distorts itself and grows. Um, and a figure that is made entirely of kale uh, manifests itself in front of you. Fluven, uh, a pleasure to see you. Thank you for answering my call. Uh, which one of the mubbles are you again? The g- Goldfoot. <laughs> ah, Fluvin. yes, yes. Uh, the psychiatrist. Yes, that's me. Yes, mm. yes. Uh, you you are a devout follower indeed. Oh, always, ever since I was a quarterling. How how may I assist you, my dear doctor? Well, you see, we got we got a patient here. Uh, she's a dragon, and uh, she's uh, got some uh, difficulties. It seems like some respiratory diseases, which I know only like five percent of dragons uh, come across that, and so it's a it's a rare occurrence. And I was really hoping for a little bit of a little bit of aid. What you think might be going on? Uh, she she had some trouble breathing. Uh, she said she needed a lot of water, and she almost passed out when she was uh, doing a lawyer thing. It's an awful, awful situation. Yes, yes, my child. I, I, I have the. I, I know the patient you were referring to, and I have the knowledge you seek. But first, I really must say, you have been so repressed lately. Oh, well, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you mean? Well, I, I know that there is love in your heart for another. And because of the bounds of propriety, you've held on to it. And you haven't expressed it. Yeah, I, you know that, huh? If I give you the information you seek, you must promise me, for the sake of your own health, to express your love. You really think he's gonna go for that? What do I just tell him? Fluvin told me to talk to you? Whether or not your love is reciprocated, it is better to release it into the world and see if it comes back to you than to keep it bottled up inside. Well, oh, oh boy, I wasn't expect. Well, you know... Uh... Do you agree to the bargain? Also, you must do a juice cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Fluvin, uh, you never done me wrong before. Uh, and if this is gonna help, I, uh, yeah, yeah, you know what, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Very well. Then I will pass on to you that the, uh, the test will reveal her illness even further, uh, will be crystal therapy. Ah. Therapy. Crystal therapy. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let me write that down. Um, and then the ah. cowman eats themselves. It's emergency. <laughs> you want some of It's really good. I mean, if it's if it's not blasphemy, then yeah. No. Oh. Uh, he he pulls you off. He pulls off his hand and passes it to you. <laughs> oh, you weren't fooling. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's roasted kale, so it's very tasty. Wait, did I? It's on the, it's on the super side. Oh, I was looking, okay. 
Um, okay. It's rest, uh, it's an emergent. Much dizziness and lightheadedness. There we go. Alright, so we know it's emergent and we know it's respiratory. <laughs> Under ideological infantilism is one of the things that the test is the well actually test. <laughs> um. So I uh, put out the fairy lights, uh, go to give this information to the rest of the group while also pondering how I'm going to speak to my, uh, my old mobile silver tooth. Um, so you guys can, uh, you, while you're, uh, convening back in the briefing room, um, a nurse pops her head in, um, and, uh, she is a, um, uh, a gorgon. Um, so she is careful to not look at any of you directly or have you look at her. Um, she, I don't know if it's going to be that much of a problem for uh, the Sandman. She, I mean. She's just kind of like covering her face. She goes, excuse me, excuse me, doctors. I, I just wanted to let you know that um, uh, Miss Jones, um, she she's unconscious. Um she her 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 breathing got much more erratic and uh, she she passed out. Oh no! So, oh my goodness! Her her condition has deteriorated. I knew I should <laughs> should have treated. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I will spend one uh, so we can diagnose because we need to figure out what's wrong. I guess we should go. Yeah, we should try and wake her up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good step to take. All right. Uh, so you once again um, uh, head head into the uh, warehouse warehouse sized room with the pile of the adjustable pile of gold, um, and and she is uh, uh, un- unconscious there. Um, so as, as you as you walk in, uh, her her eyes flutter open, um, and she she looks at you, doctor. I oh, I really thought I really thought I was out of the woods there, but I'm not feeling so well. All of a sudden, what what happened? What 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 happened just before this? Oh, I was. Uh, I was I was sitting here uh, counting counting the the treasure. Uh, she she picks up she picks up the gold. Six, eighteen, thirty-eight, twenty-three. Okay, you that at all? Radical two. <laughs> and my head just started just started spinning. Oh my goodness. And then that's what caused you to pass out? Yes. It was just I I couldn't I couldn't focus. I couldn't I couldn't concentrate on on the gold. What's wrong with me? That's terrifying. We're we're on our way to a diagnosis. You just need to remain calm. We will be able to cure you. 
<laughs> we, we tell you how many minutes it's going to take, but that's probably not a good idea right now. I'm, I'm so happy that all 16 of you are working on this. <laughs> Have you had any other symptoms other than the trouble counting? The what? Never mind. <laughs> you said you were dizzy and then you passed out? Yes, I was, I was dizzy and I'm still, still having a little difficulty breathing. Well, we're, we're going to figure out what's wrong with you soon enough. It's, uh, do you think, do you think you'll find out in the next 30 seconds? Probably a little bit longer than that. <laughs> in the next 7 billion years? <laughs> Hopefully not that long. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's what you get from your diagnosis. Well, probabilistic die imbalance test. That would be my next step. Well, I mean, if we know what it is, we probably don't have to do the test. Seems like a waste of time. Well, yeah, but for records, right? Are you are you sure? That's the thing. Because if you pick the wrong disease, <laughs> then my condition drops even further. I well, mean, I'm I'm pretty safe to say that she suffered from dyscalculia. Right, but dyscalculia. Right, that's a symptom though, not a disease. You don't you don't have to do the test to make the diagnosis. That's the symptom, right? Not the disease. Not what I was role playing then. I mean, that's that's the symptom, but well, though that's the symptom for a numerological disease. There's still four different things that could be in that category. But we know it's emergent, and he wasn't uh, he wasn't role playing photophobia or infantilism or paranoia (laughs) or one sided paralysis. So it was difficulty with numbers. We um, don't. It could also be on the other side too. The thing that I was playing. So right, I, I, I was one that fits over yeah. there. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was on the natural. So you, side. Like I said, you guys don't have to do the tests if you think if you think you got what I was laying down. Then yeah, I believe so. Um. So what would but you like? either way, we're all out of tokens, so we'd have yeah. to do a medical drama thing yeah. anyway. Uh, so so uh, Dr. Uh, Cabin is going to go into the bathroom and uh, de-stress by, by uh, taking some fairy dust. So you're going to do a Dr. Junkie scene? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's, um, he's found by his best friend. Oh, that's me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, how how does how does Doctor Cabin uh, where where does he keep his stash, and and what what does he what do, how does one do fairy dusts? Is it a is it an injectable thing that you have to dissolve? He is sprinkles it, it in his eyes. Oh, okay. Mm. That's offensive. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. No, I'm a sad man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, he. Um, he keeps it. He has a. He has these these little like you know those little orange pill bottles. Um, he keeps them in his locker, and the they're like little capsules. You break them open. You break them open, and like so, it looks like a prescription for like a painkiller. Um, 
you know, so it looks like something that he's and it the so it does you know nobody looks twice. No, no, I just, I'm, I'm addicted to opioids. Yeah. That's not fairy dust. <laughs> I mean, he's got he's got a bad wing, so yeah, yeah. he has prescription for uh, for painkillers. <laughs> he said the prescription for opioids. Throw it in the trash <laughs> and just fill them up with fairy dust. <laughs> so I I really appreciate the fact that you have a bad wing and you're doing fairy dust. So you sprinkle that into your eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, the the you can Pl- you can fly song from Peter mm-hmm. Pan starts vaguely <laughs> vaguely heard in the background. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. And he's kind of just laying on the ground on the the floor of the bathroom, like in the corner, with his head tilted back. So, uh, Dr. Dr. Bucklebum, uh, shushes into the bathroom, um, <laughs> to, to drip out the coffee that he had in the morning. Uh, and he sees, uh, he sees Dr. Cabin sprawled out on the floor. A little bit shy. <sighs> you shouldn't hang on the ceiling like that. You could fall and get hurt. <laughs> I'm not on the ceiling, Gregor. You're on the floor. He sees the, the the bottle of uh, he sees the the broken capsule with just like a, like a few grains of like gold dust still on the edges. Yeah, gold dust. Are you doing fairy dust again? Are you a cop? <sighs> I thought you got off that stuff. I get off on that stuff. <laughs> Look. What was the what was the uh, administrator's name? Curdy. 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 Liza Curdy. If Doctor Curdy saw you like this, you'd be out on your ass in a minute. Well, it's a good thing I waited until she went back home. <sighs> your patients need you. You can't operate like this. This is the only way I can operate. <sighs> I'm not going to tell, but. It's just, it's disappointing to see you falling like this. You use your wing as a crutch, Gregor. Yeah, well, you try losing a piece of yourself and then you can tell me how easy it is. You say that. And, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, just, just a trail of sand. <laughs> no, I was going to say, and, and uh, Wilbershire's arm just falls off and... Pushes on, splooshes on the ground and just okay. swirls out into, like, falls out into mm-hmm. a pile of sand. All I am is pieces. <laughs> I think that's that scene. Um, <laughs> so you guys can each refresh your expertise. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Alright. Okay. I need to refresh my expertise. <clears throat> Did your progression go down while we were doing that? Yes, every oh, okay. scene costs right. a progression. Um, speaking of which, uh, there's a there's a scene in the um, as as you're uh, walking. Oh, quick question! I yeah. can allow one other provider to reuse their specialization power. Can I use that now to allow Alex to refresh to two? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that. Expend yours. Right. Let's take this pencil. So this one's gone. 
And that was a that was a particularly poignant moment. Um, so, uh, Doctor so, Cabin, as you were just one second, yep. as you were limp flying uh, past the patient, uh, you you look in and you see that there is a distinctive like pallor over her scales, mm-hmm. uh, and the the smoke has. Um, uh, has has grown very thick around the the uh, bottom of the adjustable um, pile of treasure, and she is now worse. Uh, so I have a question. So my natural specialization is every treat action adds three to the progression limit instead of two. <laughs> is that for anyone? Like, is that a, an all time thing? I think you or uh, so so every treat action that you do right, but so like that's not so you don't expend that. Yeah, yeah. so that's not once per game. That's right, just, it's okay. just a, a special power that your gotcha. your person has. So right now it's gemat- We're looking at gematria, Chaldean, vibrational, psi, right on the super on the super, super side. side, right? Yeah, uh, we still have to narrow down the. Uh, Natural side, right? So we know it's an emergent numerolog- numerological disease and something respiratory. Um, so I guess uh, you know what? Maybe I should treat her because her condition's getting worse, uh, and I can bump her three up the track instead of two. Okay. Uh, so I am going to I'm going to spend one of my tokens, and I am going to treat. Well, She's only down two. Well, you want to, don't want to bump her up three. Oh, this is the track that we bumped. Well, up? so this is this is the I condition track. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the condition track. <clears throat> the uh, progression track is this thing that I have. The, yeah, the number of segments for she. Well, this so, so I'll yeah. extend it by three segments. Right. Uh, so that'll give us more time to okay. figure out what's going on before she drops again. Yeah. Right. So what treatment do you issue, uh, uh, Doctor? Well, um, so we know. Oh, that's the test, not the treatment. All right. Um, so uh, we know it's a, a respiratory thing. Um, so um, Dr. Doctor Bucklebum uh, hooks her up to a, uh, a ruby lung. It's uh, okay. it's not it's not like a tube to put her in, but uh-huh. it's like an industrial grade uh, oxygen machine that's got like humongous tubes to fit in uh, dragon nostrils, uh, and the ruby uh, helps uh, superheat the air, so it's pumping fresh scalding air right into her lungs, which yeah, as a dragon is what she bellows involved. Oh, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's there's a bunch of goblins on a bellows, working, like, working pumping. Bellows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so as of course, um, you know, uh, you you don a, a hard hat and oversee her being intubated with it. No, it's one of those like a... silvery like lava suits that <laughs> okay. they wear by volcanoes. Okay, I, yeah. I like it. I'm, I'm wearing that. So so her her jaws are just like gaping open, and the heat wafts over you. Yeah. Uh, you're you're wearing you're wearing the heat-proof suit, um, and you have a, an enormous like ruby tube that you are, you know, intubating her with, um, and and the uh, the goblins begin to begin to work the bellows, uh, and you can see that her her internal fire sack, uh, you can you can see it glows and pulses, um, you know, as they're as they're pumping. Uh, so you you have uh, bought her some more time. All right. I would like to do a medical drama scene so I could get my my expertise token back. Okay. Uh, so you can either uh, roll that because that's a d10 as well, or you can just pick one. I think 
well, considering everything, I think a love on the wards might be a in in uh in the pl- in the. I know, love it. In the cards. It's, you you did promise your deity because my deity specifically told me that, and specifically told me about the crystal therapy. So maybe um, Doctor Mubble Silvertooth is in charge of the crystals that okay. we use for the therapy. Mubble. Mubble. <laughs> <laughs> Another one passes by. One, mubble. One of the other mubble. Ones. Mubble. <laughs> Can I play mubble? Sure. <laughs> I thought Eric was mubble. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna on. play mubble. No, but I want to be mubble. I mean, I think Ryan should play mubble. I'll play. I'll play mubble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to play mubble too? It's gonna be loaded up mubble. It's Mubble Topia over here. Okay, uh, so uh, Mubble Mubble Silvertooth uh, yeah. works down at the pharmacy, uh, you know, doling out drugs and uh, crystals. All right, I'll head on into his pharmacy. Um, Mubble, M- Mubble, were you talking to me or to Mubble? To to you? Wait, who's going to be playing? Silvertooth, I don't know. Um, Doctor Silvertooth, are you playing the mobile Silver? <laughs> I just was making a joke. <laughs> okay, uh, no, that, that's fine. I'll, I'll play. Right. I'll play mobile. Right. Doctor Silvertooth. Sorry, I forget how many of, the, of us there are here. Sometimes, uh, yes, Doctor Goldfoot. Hey, have you guys seen Mobile? Yeah, oh, I'm right here. No, no, Mobile, Mobile, Mobile G, Mubble, Mubble G. I'm Mobile G. Mobile G A. Oh. oh, I think he's mopping the floor down the hall. Okay. See you later, Mubble. Bye, Mubble. Take care, Bye, Mubble. Ah, that Mubble, he's a cod. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, how can I help you today, Mubble? Oh, yeah, well, you see, um, there's a, we got a patient we're working on, and he's a, she's a, got some, you know, we figure She's out, a dragon. <laughs> she's a dragon. <laughs> And, uh, you know, she's got uh, some issues going on that uh, we think uh, we might need a couple of specific crystals for. And you're, you're the one, you're the mubble to go to for that. I know that for sure. You know your way around those crystals there. Oh, you're thinking it might be an, an emergent disorder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of had a bit of a consultation with, uh, you know, with Fluvin. Uh that's what that's what they're telling me, right? Uh-huh. And uh, it kind of fits along with some of the things that we're noticing from the patient. Well, in in, in that case, uh, here, um, Mubble uh, takes down from a high shelf uh, a bunch of uh, plastic wrapped crystals, um, and 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 places them places them in front of you. Oh, well, there you are, Mubble. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones. Uh, Ah, oh, yeah, you're so good at you, you. You know so much about these things. It's a, uh, it's really impressive. I gotta say. Is there a moment where Mubble reaches for the thing and yeah, brushes so, so hand? Mubble, Mubble uh, left his left his hands on the on the counter of the dispensary. Uh, you know, while he's passing you the uh, the crystals, and there's a moment where you know, you just uh, rest on top of his hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one right here. This this uh, this crystal right here is a. Uh, that's the one. Well, that's uh, saying that I know a lot about these things. Uh, sure, sure means a lot coming from a distinguished psychiatrist like you, Bubble. <laughs> Thank you kindly. I studied real, real, real hard. Like you, I'm sure you studied hard too. I don't know why I decided to say that. <laughs> You're so funny, Bubble. <laughs> You think? You think? Uh, I got. Uh, I got a lot of jokes I could tell. I mean, I. I don't know if the. Uh, the patients would. 
appreciate that, but I mean, like, you know, uh, this isn't the right time to tell jokes. Maybe another time. Maybe, like, later. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I know you're very busy. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, these are nice crystals. You know? Listen, Mubble, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop you right there. Because we can't do this. Our well, love, with the crystals? Our love can never be. A halfling and a robot? <laughs> <laughs> what would people say? Here's what they say. You know, people say lots of things. A lot of things that people say aren't important, and I know that. But, you know, it's... what they, The words don't matter as much as the heart. I know you don't exactly have one. <laughs> That's just the problem. I don't have a heart. <laughs> That's just the problem, Hubble. I don't have a heart. I'm not programmed for love. It does not compute. Uh, so you're supposed to get discovered by a third person. <laughs> so so maybe uh, Doctor Doctor Bucklebums shushes into the room. Bubble, did you get the crystals yet? Hi, hi, hello. Sorry, I greet people like that a lot. I haven't noticed, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Dr. Lightfoot, Dr. Silver, Dr. Uh, sorry, I mean, the, the Lightfoot was in here before. You know, we get to, uh, distracted with all the mubbles. There uh, are a lot of mubbles. Yes. Uh, did, did somebody just call me? <laughs> no, no, not you, Mubble. I was talking to Mubble. Oh, okay. And Mubble, don't forget about Mubble. Well, I was talking to you when I said it. Right, right. But Mubble's here, too. It's Dr. Yes. Silver, too. Yes, hello, Mubble. Anyway, did did you get the crystals? I just came down here to check. Yeah, there. I just intubated the patient, and uh, we need to hurry up and figure out what's wrong. Yeah, we got we got them right right over here. Doctor Silvertooth was so helpfully provided them to us. That, that as always, their, that is their job. They are very as, good at it as the pharmacist. So yes, thank you. Yes, Excellent. I was I I was just speech error. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see, they always know just what to say. <laughs> Catastrophic social embarrassment failure. <laughs> <sighs> I never understand you sleepers. And he shushes out of the room. <laughs> Doesn't the robot sleep? <laughs> I don't know. Got to plug in or something. Mubble, I'm sorry. I have to. I have to go. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I gotta go too. We'll, we'll continue this discussion later. Huh. And uh, the doctor, doctor Silvertooth, doctor Silvertooth, um, just uh, rolls back to their charging station. <laughs> Syntax error. End of dialogue. Three reads. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> well, you get your token back. Hooray. Um, so we should probably do another diagnosis. Alright, there yeah. you go. Let's spend it. So do it. You can do it. It's all you. Okay. So we walk in. Congratulations, Ms. Jones. You're a freak of nature. You're one of the 5% of dragons in the entire world who has respiratory problems. Lucky me. She she tries to say around the <laughs> intubation. <laughs> I understand this must be difficult for you, but how how are you feeling? 
feeling much better now that I'm. She, I'm, I'm gonna stop the breathing thing because it's actually like making me like. <laughs> <laughs> I just passed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right now, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna Wait. figure it out now? Wait, I don't. I don't see loss of consciousness on the. Pull up the Ryan chart. Come on. Damn, Ryan's really good at role <laughs> Look, he even pretend to hit his head and start bleeding and everything. Um, she says, I, I feel much better uh, since since they got the ruby intubation into me. Um, she uh, she's like, I'm, I think I think another couple of hours and I'll be I'll be ready to ready to go back to court. She she sits up. Uh, and then, and then kind of wiggle, like wobbles a little bit. I've been feeling dizzy. I mean, yes, but, uh, I don't know, when I, when I tried to stand, I feel like, I just, ooh, she, she lies back down. I'm sorry, what does ooh mean? (laughs) I, uh, it just, it just, you know, came, came over me. Her, her, her eyes look, uh, very, very droopy. Are you, are you tired? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Let me, let me try to, let me try to stand up again. And she, like, raises, you know, up on, up onto her, uh, a bunch of her her claws and her great she spreads her great wings and like gives them gives them a few flaps um but as as the um basically just like filling the room with you know gale force gusts of wind uh and and but after after like a few flaps the flaps start getting you know slower and weaker and then she uh once again like Falls back down onto the onto the pile of treasure. Don't don't overexert yourself. Uh, Doctor Bucklebum uh, got blown away and reconstituted. <laughs> yeah, um, Doctor Doctor uh, Cabin probably got blown away and has to flutter back. <laughs> Please don't do that. I, I'm I'm sorry. I was I just I just felt like I was strong enough and and now wow that 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 just took it right out of me. Well, you still need the rest, obviously. Yeah, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to run some more tests, but we should be able to figure out what's wrong with you soon. That's that's good to know. Um, that uh, the judge is in the in the case is is not known for uh, taking a taking a kind eye to this sort of. Behavior from from counsel and the lawyer for the HOA. Well, they're they're a real stone devil. And I mean that literally. They're they're a <laughs> devil made of made of stone. Listen, Miss Jones, I could care. I could not care less about your case or your mythical creatures. I'm here to find answers. So then, you do care about our case. I meant. Her case in court. The legal, oh, the legal oh, one. The legal. Okay. My mistake. I care about her medical case. I understand that. I was listening. 
All right. So that sounds like fatigue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've we've narrowed it down again. So we've got eight possibilities left. Um, it's out of chips. So maybe. No. Well, I mean, I don't like it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, anymore, it's fair. It's so. good thing you don't have any. So maybe. Um, one of Eric, oh, Eric consulted before, so maybe I'll consult mm-hmm. to see if my deity could give us a little guidance about which of these last uh, eight things it could be. Alright. Um, so, which deity do you consult? Deity. Deity. Um, deity. Hmm. Get out of my laboratory! <laughs> it's probably uh, the god who chose me. Because okay. uh, I am I am chosen, um, so I was chosen by. Um, hmm. I think it's it's a sand person god. Okay. Uh, whose name is just sort of the sound that a small tornado makes as it crawls its way across the deserts, <laughs> but uh, for everyone else, we just call it um, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Okay. Um, so how how do you uh, summon Chris to consult with? Them? Uh, so I have to 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 uh, consult with Chris. Yo, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, to consult with Chris, I have to turn myself into a a whirling vortex of sand. Okay, uh, and then it will it will speak to me. Um, through, so basically, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't speak verbally. Okay. There's, there's a special sand, or like, I go outside, there's a, there's a playground for kids by the hospital. Okay. And they have a sandbox. <laughs> so. I'm just picturing somebody on the street. There's my daddy's dying. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a toddler in the sandbox just, like, building a sandcastle, and all of a sudden the sandbox just erupts into a whirlwind. Well, no, no, I, I turn into a small yeah. whirlwind, and, uh, and Blow Chris. The away. Yes. And Chris guides Get me across here. the sand. And so he carves the message into the sand by like making me move the way it wants to. Okay. So it will. So when I'm done spinning, there'll be like a message in the sand. Okay. Um. So, um, the the message uh, that you get um, is um, first of all. Uh, Restraint is weakness. Restraint is weakness. That's um, you. You notice so, sometimes Chris does this. Um, he's he's very fickle. Uh, before before they'll before it will give you any information. Mm-hmm. Uh, it usually it uh, it demands some kind of a, a price or or some kind of bargain. Uh, so you don't know necessarily what it wants, uh, but it knows that you have to you have to do something. Um, you have to let loose um, and and do something unrestrained before it will actually give you the info or promise to give it. You know, do, okay. do something um, of that nature. So uh, I I get that message. Kill the kid. <laughs> uh, I I. Um, Start start swirling again, and this time I uh, just suck up all the sand in the sandbox, 
uh, and turn into a much larger swirling vortex, and then and then rise up and just come down and douse the entire playground and just cover it with sand. <laughs> All right. Let's see if that's unrestrained enough. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty. There's probably kids and families there that are right. all now just covered in sand. <laughs> <It's> sp- <clears throat> um, the uh, you you like reconstitute yourself, and as as everybody is uh, you know wiping sand out of out of their eyes, and uh, there are there are children crying and. Uh, you know, somebody is just spitting out sand. Um, you see um, the the message uh, that they that they get that you get uh, once they once they spit the sand out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it forms uh, it forms the the word bronchioles. All right. So that's our diagnosis on the natural mm-hmm. side. So we can test for it. Test is decreased lung volume. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, so, so Doctor Bucklebum goes back into the the consultation room we all share uh, and, and slams a medical textbook down on the desk. Bronchioles, just for a dramatic effect. It's never bronchioles. I hear the favorite to beat the Browns this week. <laughs> She's suffering from bronchioles in her lungs. That would fit the profile. Somebody's been digging with their fake, fake man in the sky. It doesn't live in the sky. It lives in the deserts and the ground. Wherever he lives, he doesn't exist. He. He does. We've have you seen it on TV? It, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. What matters is we know what we know now. What we're dealing with. Well, we know half of the answer. Well, why don't you go figure out the rest of it, Mister Amazing Doctor? Because I have to do a medical drama scene first. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this is your medical drama scene. <laughs> <laughs> the patient's sitting right there, and you're arguing. <laughs> that this would be a doctor jerk scene. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if you if you want to segue into that, then sure, sure. we'll make it a doctor jerk scene. <laughs> Just because you don't believe doesn't mean that Chris didn't help me. I would say that not existing disqualifies him as a uh, practitioner. And what spoke to me when I was out in the sandbox? Did you have you been in my locker? Unfortunately. I haven't done any of your drugs though. And don't tell me it was a random circumstance that spelt out brachial. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you had a um, sandman vision and spelt it out yourself. Why can't you just accept that there might be something out there that's that knows more than you do, Cabin? Because I can only accept what I can see with my own eyes. 
And uh, I, I gesture out the window to the playground <laughs> covered in sand. <laughs> just in giant letters as bronchioles. <laughs> Um, no, now it says Ronkiels because the janitor is like, I was, was going to say uh, Mubble, Mubble GA is, is out there uh, with a with a, a garbage pail and a shovel. Well, now, it does, now it does say Broncos. <laughs> Why would he start from that? Whatever. <laughs> Looks like Mubble's sweeping up your god. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, Cabin... You could be a real asshole sometimes. I'm trying to come up with something better than asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Jerk. Mm. You could be a real ogre sometimes. I am part ogre on my mother's side. (laughs) Well, I guess that explains a lot. Does that, uh... Yeah, that's good. You guys can refresh your uh, expertise. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to do some real medicine. Um, maybe I should head over for a diagnosis? Sure. Um, would this be a decent time for me to use my angelic power to wipe out the counters in the progression track? Uh, sure. Probably. Do that. So, um, I have to... Hmm. I can I can improve the condition by one. I might as well. Um, so that is that is a, I think each of those is a scene. Uh, so let's let's start with. Um, let's it's start not with a spend, I don't spend the token to do. No, it. you don't. Right. Uh, it, it just it just happens. You but you do mark off that you use the mm-hmm. power. Um, so uh, Mubble, what do you do in order to uh, help her? Um, the Mubble space increase her increase her. <laughs> Um, help her feel better. Increase her on the on the condition track. Well, would Angel um, indicate that I'm doing more communion with the deity, or I don't know. If uh, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. You're the doctor. You tell me how it works. You're you're also the angel. So. <laughs> All right. So I, I figure um, Mubble's going to head into the. You know, we're past the. Part where the crystal therapy is the you know needed to diagnose, yeah. But it always helps, in my opinion, because you know that that kind of thing is just very helpful. <laughs> so I, I figure I'm going to head into the room and to talk to the patient. Uh, ma'am, uh, I think we what we might need to do for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to set up some of these here, uh, these crystals for a little bit of a therapy. I figure you know it'll help. It'll help ease you ease your pain and stress a little bit while we tr- get our final diagnosis together. Oh. Thank you so much, Doctor. Oh, anytime, anytime, anything for one of our patients. Uh, we're gonna set these up right here, just just like Fluvin always tells me. You know, you set them up just in this pattern right here, a little bit of a triangle, but with the top of it kind of extended a little bit over here, and this gem, this gem in particular, they say is very, very good for clearing out, you know, making uh, good feelings in the lungs, clearing out space in the lungs, uh, making things feel nice and, and open and, will, and willing to accept air you know, air, the, 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 the bringer of life and all. I do love air. Yes, we're all a fan. And fans move air a lot. I hate you. <laughs> so, uh, this is just the kind of thing I know some people don't believe. But, 
Uh, this is the kind of thing that Fluven always taught me. Uh, when coming into this profession, this is the kind of thing that you, it, it helps the patients and I, I, it soothes. I'm hoping you're feeling the soothing right now from this crystal right over in the corner here. This one is a very soothing crystal. That's why it's a, such a nice shade of purple. I am, Doctor. It's, it's very relaxing. Thank you so much. Oh, of course. Anytime. You could keep that crystal woman done if you want. Uh, it, it holds power for a little bit after, after the, this ritual is finished. So just, uh, if you're feeling, uh, too much, too much pressure in your chest, just focus on the crystal. Just stare into it. Just breathe. Breathe deep. You know, the power of the crystal will let you do that. Just just put it put it on top of the pile of rubies next to my head. <laughs> oh that's a that's a good place for it because the rubies are red and the and this crystal's purple. You'll be able to see it. It's better than if I put it by the amethysts. That's that's a good that's a good suggestion. <laughs> We're just gonna leave it right here. Right here. Don't forget about that crystal. Because you think about that crystal, and it'll help you. It'll help you remember what I said, and to to, to, to breathe calmly and all evenly. You know, that's really up to the goblins working the bellows. But <laughs> thank you. Anytime, anything for a patient. Enjoy. We're gonna we're gonna make sure you get better. Okay. One of the one of the goblins goes, uh, Doctor Goldslit. When is when is our relief due? We're getting toward the end of our shift. <laughs> ah, oh, what time is it? Oh my goodness! I'm Mobile so... should be coming in anytime soon. Was that? <laughs> Mobile should be coming in them pretty soon. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mobile's on his way in. Not me this time. Uh, I uh, that, the, my shift on there is late. It's tomorrow. Uh, 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 uh Hobgoblin. Name Mobile. Name Mobile. Yes. It's all right, guys. I got it. <laughs> he just begins working the bow, the bellows himself. <laughs> Thank you, Mubble. Mubble. <laughs> you two, you, you go on your break. You earned it. Come on, Mubble, let's go. <laughs> Time to punch out. <laughs> um, so, yes, you have reset her along the, uh, the track that she was on. Mm. Cool. All right, and uh, Doctor Cabin, okay. uh, you're you're going to uh, do something to increase her okay. on the gentlemen. The only way to stop the progression of bronchioles is to put the patient into hypothermic shock. Okay. Putting the patient into hypothermic shock should slow down the swelling. And the bronchioles shall, uh, it shall dec- decrease the progression of the, uh, of what we know is affecting her. It's gonna take a lot to freeze a dragon. That's why I have put liquid nitrogen into the ruby lung. <laughs> Did you tell Dr. Cutter about that? <laughs> I don't think she's gonna like you freezing her patients. Well, when she figures it out, We'll hand, we'll discuss it then. Oh, it's your ass, not mine, Cabin. Hopefully it's her ass. Um, so we see, uh, the, uh, flame sack, uh, gets infused with liquid nitrogen from the ruby lung, uh, and, and begins glowing with a blue fire instead of a red fire. Um, and, and that actually does make her, make her look a little bit better. Now, as long as, the hypothermia, sh- the hypothermic shock doesn't kill her. We should, we should have just bought ourselves some more time. Well, 
I think it's time we speak to the patient again, see how she's doing. Uh, I'm going to try another diagnosis scene. Okay. Uh, so now that she's got her hypothermic shock, uh, Dr. Bucklebum goes back in. And how are you feeling, Miss Jones? Feeling, feeling fine. Where, where am I? You're in the hospital. Oh, that's, that's strange. I'm supposed to be in court. You were in court, but you, uh, you had a bit of trouble and you fainted and they brought you here. Right. And you are... I'm Dr. Wilbershire Bucklebum. I'm one of the attending physicians for your case. Right. Right. And how how am I doing? Are things looking good? So far, we, uh, we, we know part of what's ailing you. Uh, it seems you've developed some new symptoms, though. But I think we're on the right track to figuring it out. You should be out of here in no time to defend those poor defenseless animals. Which I guess they wouldn't be defenseless then, because they'd have you defending them. <laughs> well, that's that's what I do. I'm a lawyer, you know. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna walk out and then wait to count to ten and walk back in. Uh-huh. <laughs> Miss Jones, how are you doing? I, I, I'm fine. I, I'm just having a little bit of trouble. What's going on? Why am I hooked up to these machines? Oh, you're in the hospital. Oh, well, that that certainly explains it. <laughs> Don't worry. We know exactly what's wrong with you. You're going to be out of here in a jiffy. That's, that's very reassuring. Thank you. This is fun. Are you my doctor? <laughs> I am. Ah. This is fun. Miss Jones, you're pregnant. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. Dragons don't get pregnant. They lay eggs. Did I lay an egg? Can I forget that I laid an egg? Uh, excuse me one second. Let me go check my diagnosis. Hello, Miss Jones. <laughs> Hello. Miss Jones, I'm afraid that your wings are falling off. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. How long How long do I have? They, they feel They feel fine. Let me go check that out for you. I'll be right back. At least this time he's doing it to someone with memory loss. <laughs> I, could, I could do this all day. I know you could, and I grab him. Curdy is just standing there, like arms crossed, glaring daggers at you. And she just like slowly shakes her head. Oh, uh, if you were, if you had used your token array, that would be a gallows humor maybe to yeah. get, to get your token back. Uh, all right. Well, it seems like she has Chaldean bronchioles. Yeah. Which, as we all know, is caused by drugs. So if she had just told us the truth in the first place, we would have solved this a long time ago. Chaldean bronchioles can also be caused by looking at possessed equations. It can also be caused by drugs. Yes. That are possessed by bad equations. <laughs> What do you think is more likely, that a high-powered lawyer who's really stressed out by a case is doing drugs, or that she's looking at possessed equations? I think we both know the answer to that. Um, so, um, unfortunately, Dr. Cabin seems to have gotten the patient very riled up, uh, and she, she tries once again to fly because you just told her that her wings were going to fall off. Uh, and uh, she, she actually like pulls the, the bellows uh, off the ground, no, uh, no. and, and um, 
Does Mubble go flying? Mubble, Mubble goes flying, and and some some nurses run in. This isn't the flying Mubble, unfortunately. Uh, no, <laughs> he's he's off today. <laughs> Is the flying Mubble played by Sally Field? <laughs> sure. Um, some okay. some nurses man. run in and uh, flying man. Uh, sedate uh, aphagaphonaxia. I wrote this name to be particularly long and and ridiculous and difficult to say. It works. Yeah. Hoist by my own guitar. <laughs> That's why we've just been calling here Miss Jones. Miss Jones. <laughs> that was like when I named that guy Doctor Esquizili, and yeah. uh, and I had trouble saying it often. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I tried to say it, Alex was like. Did you overshoot yourself there? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys uh, seem to have narrowed it down. Um, so we need to cure, and all of us have to be involved and describe the cure. Does that mean we each need to spend the expertise token? Um, I believe so. Because uh, a doctor over here has to get his back. So we got. We need to. Do well, I don't think. So. I mean, because the other ones, we can all be involved, but. We don't all have to spend a disease to like a token, like when we do a diagnose. Let me let me check. I mean, if I have to do a, a medical drama scene, sure, but I don't. Um, <laughs> could could we call what I did gallows humor and give Alex his? Uh... I mean, yeah. I, I if you if you want to spend another or or we did a as you all know scene where we uh, discourse with authority on some aspect of the diagnosis or medical history. We didn't talk other to providers. Well, instead of instead of like retconning it, let's actually do another scene if yeah. you, if you want, and then Why you can not? spend your own. I I'm not sure if you all have to spend in order to cure, but let me look that up. I don't I don't think so, but maybe we do. Yeah, look up at a punch ad. Let me see. I'm gonna look up the guru. He's <laughs> very movable eyelids, eyebrows. Wait, was it eyelids or eyebrows? That's a look him up. I think it was eyelids. Uh, I'll, I'll know in a minute. That's what he's known for, Eric. I know, but I haven't looked him up in a while. What's his other name? Brewster. Brewster. Eyelids. Okay, no, everybody does not have to spend expertise. So if you guys, if you guys want to describe the cure scene, uh, you, you may do so now, since you know. So how do we cure Chaldean bronchioles? Well, I believe I am the only one small enough to actually fly into her lungs and I'm, remove them. I'm pretty I, small, but I, I can can't be a fly. grain of sand. <laughs> but <laughs> you are pretty small. Well, I'm the big one of everyone for once. Curdy <laughs> uh, is Curdy is there, and she says, uh, "Doctor Bucklebum, we, we don't want uh, we don't want the dragon's lungs to vitrify." <sighs> Fine, we're gonna have to get a really tiny fire suit for Cabin. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't mind uh, holding you over the fire, Cabin. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Maybe we'll get lucky and he'll burn to death. <laughs> we or she'll just swallow. We never get that lucky. Um, Alright, so uh, how how do we uh, cure this disease? Um, so I feel like... Um, well, it's, it's a group effort. So I have to, I have to render her unconscious first. 
because I'm an anesthesiologist. Yeah, yeah. So, so you sprinkle the the sand. I, I have to get I have to get a lot of sand in her eyes though, because right. she's a she's a big dragon. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it takes a while. I'm just like uh, sprinkling sand. I feel like Mobile uh, Goldfoot. Yes, is like at like a machine like, and I have like a like a scope. Okay. Like a bladed scope that I'm, and he's like directing, like he's directing me to the bronchioles. Okay, uh, so so there's a, is this like a laparoscopic surgery? Yeah. Okay, so so you're at the Take you're at the laparoscopic, uh, you know. Oh, I thought you were flying into my lungs. <laughs> I'm I'm just okay. picturing it like trauma center, like, yeah. like he's just have the, the just zapping the thing. But the the because her, because it's a dragon's lungs, it's filled with steam, so I can't see. Oh, okay. So you're in there, but you're blind. And right. Got, gotcha. So right. I've got this scope. I've got like a like a, I don't know a special magic scope that, mm-hmm. that lets you. Well, what's it called? It's the the uh, see through steamothoscope. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. And uh, <laughs> it lets it lets mobile like pinpoint the the exact location, and then I you know lacerate them. Okay, just move back a little bit, right over there. Okay, duck. Oh, there's oh, there's one coming for your head. Just duck. Oh, okay, now just shoot right over here. These bronchioles are very ill-tempered. Yes, they're they're very angry. They typically don't like it when uh, when you when someone's coming in to get rid of them. They're very territorial, like uh, dragons are sometimes. It is it is a numerological disorder. Uh, so she she has far too many of these things. They have <laughs> propagated. <laughs> <coughs> Hey, Curdy, you want to make, like, a bronchial later? <sighs> Going to HR, cabin. <laughs> Going to HR. Um, so, um, just to, just to add some, some drama to the scene, um, you know, the, there's a, um, a, a heart monitor, um, the, uh, you know, she, her, her heart rate starts increasing, uh, as you, as you, uh, mm-hmm. slice through, you, how are you, you just lacerating the bronchioles? Mm-hmm. Okay, as you slice through one of the bronchioles, um, the heart, the heart monitor starts beeping faster and faster. Uh, I start laying on more, uh, sand to keep her calm and sedated. <laughs> it's okay, sleep. Keep the purple crystal near her too. She likes that one. It's very helpful. Purple. Keep her asleep. I'd rather not burn to death. Don't tempt me to wake her up. It's getting very warm in here. <laughs> um, so, so finally, you you get to the last one, um, and um, you can tell that you've executed this um, successfully um, because. The uh, the bronchioles uh, all flash uh, gold as you have um, reduced them to the appropriate sequence of, of numbers. Uh, you know where where she will you know regain her regain her health, and you can then fly out of the dragon's lungs. All right. Well done, Kevin. Thank you. Um, and hey, what about me? Also, you too. Nobody looks at a screen like you, Mobile. <laughs> I, li- I like uh, mechanics. What can I say? 
Um, so you guys have deduced the correct cure. Um, she she had um, Chaldean bronchioles. Chaldean bronchioles. Nice. Um, so for the for the for the ending scene, um, everybody gets to vote on who is the MVP of the session. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets a vote. Uh, I'm going to vote for Eric because I really enjoyed the uh, role play between Mubble and Mubble. <laughs> Yay! Wait, which Mubble though? Um, Mubble the pharmacist, not Mubble the janitor. Oh, okay. And and definitely not Mubble the mm-hmm. goblin. I'm going to vote for Doctor Cabin because I think that Doctor Cabin played a good um, grumpy. Who I'm sure there's a reference somewhere, but I don't know what it is. Nope. No, <laughs> original. Original. it was a completely original character. Oh, yeah. my mistake. But you did a good job of being the, the grumpy, but very still stern and serious doctor. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Dr. Gregor Cabin as well, because just because of the originality of the character. I mean, it was... I, I just I'm not to pat myself on the on the back, but right. like that was a really creative original It was inspired. It was. It was. It was. It was. Weird um, if his name is Yurid. Yeah. <laughs> the original name. I mean, you had to workshop it a little. Yeah, bit. I had to yeah. workshop it a little bit. I, I do have to add the. I mean, originally I, the name really it was just the name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to vote for Doctor Wilworshire Bucklebum. <gasps> That's me. Uh, because I feel like he actually. I think he found most of the answers and uh, actually like. Sorry, yeah. anesthesiologists yeah. never get the recognition they deserve. <laughs> but he was vital to the uh, to the yeah. cure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Doctor Cabin, because uh, you have two votes, you are the MVP. Um, so you get to pick the outro music for the episode. So in the in the rules, it says. Uh, you know, go go to uh, a phone or the well, internet. Don't because we're recording. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna post we don't have the to So the so you can you can pick a song and sing it, and and while you're singing the outro music, um, everybody else describes uh, you know the the uh, winding down scene that they do at the end of the episode after they've uh, cured the dragon lawyer. Okay. Uh... Something about numbers or one is the loneliest number. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be like sad and, and somber. Yeah. It could be. Uh, um... That's that's the only song I think of about numbers. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to do one by U two, which is also kind of sad and somber. <laughs> it works because one is a number, and also two and U two is a number. What uh, about what about three oh three? It's a magic number. That's the the it's a um, schoolhouse rock song. Eight six seven five three zero nine. It's a song about numbers. I was sixty four. If if you wanted to uh, if you wanted to do like a more upbeat song, you could do uh, All Together Now by the Beatles. One, one two, three, four. Can I have a little? Yeah, there we go. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I love you. Ninety nine loaf balloons. That's a number. That's a number. Yeah, we go upbeat. with. Uh, yeah. Right over here. All together now. All together now. All together now. All together now. So what? What is? Uh, what is happening uh, with with Dr. Goldfoot as the Beatles play over the outro? I figure uh, Dr. Goldfoot is going to head back to Dr. Silvertooth and thank him for the uh, 
Uh, actually playing the scene or just doing a description it's, since we're mainly hearing like, the music. Yeah, it's just like a, a quick montage. Yeah, I mean, thanks, thanks, Doctor Silvertooth, for the crystals that helped us uh, heal heal our uh, Miss Jones. Uh, he's um, also um, looked up a couple of uh, MP3s about um, you know you know searching your feelings that he could um, suggest if um, to install. <laughs> uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna modify that a bit. It's it's totally your intention to uh, to thank him, mm-hmm. uh, but he's still charging. Oh, okay. Uh, um, so so like he's got like a a, a low bat uh, look in his eyes, and he's just completely glazed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you you turn kind of dejected to walk out of the room, uh, but you do see tucked under the under the the counter in the pharmacy, there's a book called How to Feel Things. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. Goldfoot gives a small grin and a nod then he glances outside and notices it's raining and runs out for his toad because he left the windows open um and uh how about uh, how about Dr. Uh, Bucklebum uh Dr. Bucklebum uh Goes, uh, you know, goes back to his office, uh, takes off his lab coat, you know, finishes, shuts off the lights and goes to leave. Uh, and as he, as he shushes by the examination room, he sees that, uh, Dr. Cabot is still there and by himself. Uh, and he, he goes by the room and like gets halfway down the hall and then stops and you see he sighs and he, he goes back. Uh, this is, I'm assuming this is like while the music's playing, so no one's yeah. talking. And he, he goes back, uh, to Dr. Cabin's office, uh, and like goes in and it's like, you know, come on. And they, they go out and get dinner. All right. Which of course Dr. Bucklebum pays for. Yeah. And I, I feel like just to, just to, um, uh, go back to, um, Eric's scene for a minute. When you, when you go in, uh, to see the other, the other mubble, it's the black, white, brown, red, can I take my friend to bed? <laughs> um, I, I just, I think, feel like as a dramatic button, uh-huh. um, as, as, uh, Bucklebum and, uh, Cabin are leaving the office, the camera, um, go, you know, flat, flashes, you know, Cabin puts a, a folder down. He was, re- he was reading a folder and he puts it down and they walk out of the office and the camera like pans over and the, um, it's like an x-ray or an MRI. It's like, a, you know, an image like that. Mm-hmm. And it says Gregor Cabin and it shows a lungs, lungs filled with bronchioles. <gasps> Cause we said that, lo- that it was caused by drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, um, and and then uh, uh, what's his face, um, Doctor Doctor Bucklebum interrupts you, and you just kind of like yeah. put it away. Right, so I put yeah. he, I put it. I think that happened. You, you don't see what he's reading yeah. until yeah. Yeah. like they walk out of the office. He, right. he puts yeah. it down. Yeah, and then the camera pans over to it, and you see what it is. I like it. I like it. Um, so that was, uh, Phase Anatomy, Melodramatic med- Medical Mysteries. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. It was fun, yeah. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with it, uh, except for the fact that I almost passed out. <laughs> De- dedication to your craft. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time when Kevin Burns passed out and I, didn't, I thought he was joking, so I kicked him in the head? <laughs> Sounds like you. Yeah. 
I was I was sad that um, I I probably should have put my thumb on the scale a bit, but I only rolled a track uh, with one uh, patient drama scene, so mm. there was no patient drama in that whole episode, <laughs> um, except for that uh, that one scene. Um, but yeah, I I really like it. I think what it happens on harder modes? Um, so there's there's a, a variant called very special episodes where uh, I can actually die. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, between Not the character, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you guys it's don't very, guess by the time the tracker gets to dead, I have to die. It's a very dangerous game. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of faith in you guys. Right. We're gonna we're gonna play this now. There's there's like a cortical bomb that was implanted in my head. Please don't fuck Please this don't, up. My brain will explode. Um. So. Uh, the the patient can can die if uh, like d- permanently die if you you know roll the dice there's uh, a life die and a death die and if uh-huh. the death die comes up higher the patient is permanently dead there's nothing you can do to reverse it um, you can also do we did what's called a, a textbook case because I gave you all the symptoms mm-hmm. in order I don't have to do that I can do that I can do them in a totally random order mm-hmm. which would be a lot harder yeah yes. <laughs> Um, and th- those are those are like the variants. And there's also there's also an app that you can use um, that basically runs the game for you. The reason they say not to do it is because um, the consult option becomes impossible because uh, even as the patient, I don't know what I have. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can I can only just role play the the symptoms like one at a time. Um, so I couldn't even give you guys like any kind of insight. Yeah. No. Um, but it's uh, it, it's real it's real neat. Uh, these yeah. are these are the beta rules that were published last summer. Uh, the PDF, the final PDF, I think is coming out in in a couple of months. Soon, yeah. Nice. So um, they're they're very excited about it because they've got all kinds of neat like uh, medical art. Um, they they raised a lot of money for this. And yeah, they hired. I know they hired like an actual person who draws medical drawings mm-hmm. to draw the fantastical thing. So like fairy lung, <laughs> things like that. The uh, the um, description of the uh, Chaldean uh, segment of the of the disease. Hang on, I just want to read this because it's real good. Um, where did it go? Up your butt! Yeah. It did go up my butt. Apparently. You should get it out. Yeah, it's not healthy. Fluid until that. Feeling in the silence with my voice. How do you feel about this, listeners? I'm doing Press three. So you Press don't three. 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 Where are we? Listeners, mm-hmm. what's your favorite disease? Write it in the comments. My favorite disease. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite disease is gematria larynx. Oh, wow. All right. I didn't expect you. Forty-seven. Hold on, I'm almost there. Keep keep doing weird voices and making up shit. No, I can't anymore. No, no. I've expended. <laughs> I like pyrokinetic. 
Lungs. Here, Chaldean. <laughs> Obviously, new parents must take a Lamaze class, find a galactic-level certified doula, <clears throat> and read the literature on Chaldean numerology, preparing the hygiene in order to ensure the best ca- the best chance for a healthy baby. However, sometimes our hormones get a little ahead of our better judgments, or we have to pull too many shifts to afford diapers and can't find time to learn the disciplined art of Pythagorean numerology. <laughs> As such, occasionally individual people, organs, cells, or other biological components are given incompatible names, causing an error in the checksum of the life equation. (laughs) The bug, in addition to causing numerous other biological problems, tends to cause retrograde memory loss or amnesia, typically dating back to the patient's first reporting symptoms. The error propagates as the brain tries to reboot itself to account for incompatible name numbers. (laughs) So that's why I gave her a ridiculously long name. Okay. Yeah. It was uh you guys solved the bronchial problem and, and maybe she just changed her name to Miss Jones and that, <laughs> that solved the numerological problem. Got it. It's perfect. Did she win her case? Uh yes she did. Uh I'll point that out. Uh she she saved the uh the Griffins at the uh Onyx Coast Rescue Center. No sweet. We saved the yes, Griffins. You did. You did. Um, so another another job well done for Dr. Cabin and, and his elite team. Yeah. Um, does anybody have any final will thoughts? Oh. Uh, what's in my lungs? 